Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. It's interesting how this new season is starting and we are um, you know, trying to see what else can we bring the audience. Mm-hmm. First of all, we want to thank all the audience member who's been listening and some of those who've been reaching out even during our break trying to figure out if we're ever going to come back mm-hmm. and of course uh, we just needed to take a quick break try to you know collect our thoughts and get some new topics in the books some new guests and uh, try to see if we can bring you some new stuff for this coming season um, now that we're starting season three we're hoping that you're ready to listen to uh, some of the topics that we have to discuss and hopefully you can share your thoughts with us too on instagram and uh and twitter just let us know what you uh, what you're feeling uh, we post all of them on there as well so hopefully we'll be able to talk with each other and discuss the topics and help everyone else um you know with new perspective on on whatever that's in our mind about the topic uh, as we start this, this topic today um Ed, our topic is, is enough ever enough? Mm-hmm. The topic is, is enough ever enough? Now, that's a that's a broad topic to say, but we're trying to focus on life itself and accomplishments and how, when do we know when to stop? Because I know sometimes it gets a little rough and we feel like, okay, we have to keep going. And sometimes we don't know when to stop. And, you know, it, it gets a little confusing for a lot of people, especially when we, when we just open that with such a broad topic. Tell me, what's in your mind? When I think of this topic, Pete, and um, to our listeners, um, what comes to mind is competition. Mm-hmm. When you hear, you know, when is enough or is enough ever enough? Many people find themselves comparing with loved ones, with coworkers, with friends, they may hear that one person is doing one thing, um, or even within themselves, one can say, you know what, for example, I've walked 9,000 miles, or somebody walked 9,000 steps, sorry, mm-hmm. so tomorrow I'm going to do 10,000, mm-hmm. you know, or um, I know someone who uh, is working this place and maybe making X, Y, Z, I'm going to find something else or work just to get that. Mm-hmm. Or another thing, which is very popular, and we see this very much is, oh, my coworker has a new car. <laughs> I need to get the same car or better. So we always find ourselves competing. And sometimes, you know, as here's the thing too, with, with healthy competition, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. or bettering yourself. I don't think it's, there's nothing wrong with looking at certain things in your life that you'd like to accomplish if you have goals. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think the issue, though, is when the goals becomes um, an obsession, mm-hmm. when it's not balanced. Yeah. And we're not necessarily doing it because it will help us in the long run, but we're doing it to make a point. Yeah. And sometimes it can be more hurtful than good. Mm-hmm. It can be more hurtful than good. Yeah. You know, when you think about, we, we were talking earlier, Pete, we talked about sports, for example. Um, sports is a little different because you have to continue to build yourself. 
Yeah. As you get older, mm -hmm. there are new people coming in. Mm -hmm. And um, oftentimes where at one point in your 20s, you're able to dunk, but you're in your 30s now. So you want to um, play a little longer. You want to have longevity into the sport. Mm -hmm. So you learn a different style of play mm -hmm. so that you can keep up. It's a little different challenge. Yeah. But when it gets to the point to where every day you're trying to look for more. Yeah, push a limit that you don't have. Pushing the limit. It's almost as if you're out of gas. Mm -hmm. The light is on and there's like a, a, a um, in the tank, there's a what a reserve, maybe 20 miles. Yeah. I'm going to push it to 25. Mm -hmm. You only have 20. Now you're overexerting. Serve yourself a failure. And what happens now is lots of times when we find ourselves competing in that area, pushing ourselves with not an exact um, understanding where we're going, we're just doing just to do it. You get what's called burnout. Mm -hmm. So is enough ever enough? At what point do we say, you know what? We should stop. Mm. And I also look at this too, Pete, when I think of what we're discussing with burnouts oftentimes, and I want our listeners to really take that into consideration, even ourselves, oftentimes when we're trying to push and we're trying to overexert ourselves, it's almost as if we want to be seen. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes your self-worth, um, always wanting to prove to someone I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, Again, it's not a genuine thing. It's more so of, I want someone to give me a pat on the back or give me a hug. Yeah. But when you look at that, when you think of this, right, the overexert, and you, you know, you working, you know, in your field, Pete, and you can either tell me if this is right or wrong. Lots of times, many people that are continually striving, when you look back into their childhood, mm -hmm. was there an issue with acceptance? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, there's definitely a, a piece of that for people who wants to mm. push extra when there's no space to push. They're trying to prove something that you know they mm -hmm. they might they they're not making the connection, so they're doing it right now when it was supposed to be done back then, or when somebody's told them they couldn't do it back then. So now they're pushing where there's no space, and at that point, of course, you hurt yourself. You do more because, damage. Exactly. So. The thing is, with uh, with with um, with us as human being, because we want to prove something to ourselves every day, mm -hmm. we we just need to watch out to know that okay, yeah, we're trying to prove it to ourselves and not someone else who said or did something to us years ago. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we're mistaken the two, and we're doing it right now as as, as if the person is watching when they're not. Mm -hmm. But right now, because that mindset is still in our mind. We we push ourselves and hurt ourselves and then assuming or then we blame it on someone else. We blame it on society. Society has their faults. Don't get me wrong. Don't, get, don't even get me started <laughs> with society's faults. But sometimes we have to take a responsibility for our own things, the things that we've done, the things that we, uh, we put ourselves into, you know, because sometimes we feel the need to to jump on board on one thing when it's not necessary. And that's what uh, hurts us the most because we're not looking. We're just jumping because we want to prove it mm -hmm. to another group of people or to, another, to someone else. 
and that hurts a lot. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we want to be careful with that. Yeah. One thing you touched on in regards to the self, you know, um, overexerting ourselves, you find many people, let's say, I heard that, you know, you're working in, or let's say, for example, um, you decide, I want to lift 75 pounds. Hmm. I've never lived 25 in my life. <laughs> I want to jump on this. Then you see someone else, they started on this, so the treadmills, they see a, a, a difference in two weeks. Then you want to jump on that. Then the next day you hear someone, so you're jumping, so you're not being consistent in one area. Yeah. And so you're going all over the place looking for results. Yeah, but, I had a patient like that. <laughs> you know, but you go, you know, you, 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 you're going nowhere fast. Mm -hmm. She she had borderline personality disorder, so sometimes we behave that way, and we want you know we 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 wonder why people look at us like we're crazy mm. because you can't think and focus on one thing that you you have not mastered anything, but yet you're jumping on so many different things, so many different wagons, and assuming that we're moving forward when you're not going anywhere because you have not done anything in any of those things. Okay, the, the the term jack of all trades, master of none. That's that. I don't know. For some reason, people take it as a compliment. It's really not. It, it you know, it, it's not a bad thing, but it's not a compliment. Mm. Because if you haven't mastered anything, yeah, you may be able to dabble in a bunch of different stuff, but that doesn't really give that doesn't really give you the the credential to do any of them. Yeah. Or you can doesn't say, okay, yeah, you qualify to do any of them because yeah. most thing most places or most people who want you to do something, they want you to at least know something about it. It's not just know the basic. You sort of need to have an idea so you can say, okay, yes, I'm confident enough to know this is right. Because yeah, I know a lot of people who are very proud to always say, yeah, I'm jack of all trade, but master of none. That's not a good thing because it means you never stuck around to master anything. You just basically dabble and you learn the basic, you hear the basic, and that could be done in anything. I mean, I could sit in the and read about a surgery, how to do it. That doesn't mean I can do it, mm. okay? <laughs> I can read about a whole bunch of stuff. That doesn't mean I've mastered them or I'm good enough to even perform or even, you know, practice any of them. Yeah. But... Sometimes we we overshoot for we overshot we over we overshoot it mm -hmm. and it basically hurts us in the in the process because we're assuming we're doing something serious when in reality we're just touching a bunch of different things and have no idea what they are. Yeah, so. like you, like you just said, you're shooting for something and you don't see the bullseye, mm -hmm. or you just have so many, mm -hmm. and you're just trying to shoot. with one bullet. Yeah, it's like you you have one life. But you're trying to dibble dabble on all these different things, yeah. and your mind is racing, and, and and so there's a few things that come to mind, Pete, when I think of this. One, the first thing that comes to mind is oftentimes I this I I notice or I think that people run away from problems. Hmm. So if so, in in order for me to not deal with it, I have to try to find. And does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You're always looking to yeah. keep away. So you're running away from something. So in order for me to not deal with it. Yeah, assuming the problem will go away. Will, will go away. That doesn't work. That it way. doesn't work. Or two, you have certain individuals having that conversation. It's a sensitive conversation. It's hard to have because it may turn into an argument. Mm -hmm. It may turn into, oh, you're not as ambitious as I am. That's why you're. 
Yeah, I, I know couples who've had that um, mm. that conversation or that discussion because one of them is really trying to push and try to do a bunch of different stuff. The other one wants to focus on one and be successful mm-hmm. in that one thing. They get an issue. It's like, but you have so many different skills. Yes, but the person wants to focus on one. Yeah. Now, granted, some people can focus on, on a couple of different things, but it's still in the same field. Yeah. As opposed gotcha. to trying to find different fields, like a person in law school, then you want to be a psychologist, then you want to be a plumber. an engineer and a plumber. Like you want to be all those things. I mean, when? How, how many lives do you have? Now, granted, some people have done it because I, I know uh, this guy. He's a, He was a, a medical doctor for a while, and mm. now he's a lawyer. Mm. But he mastered the medical, at, the medical that field. Time. He did it. Did, he worked in it for several years, and then now he switched over. Now he's a lawyer. And that's what he's focused on. And now he's focusing on that and using the same skill to be do malpractice law. So, mm. it, you know, so they somewhat related. And yeah. a lot of jobs can, but you can't tell me you're going to jump in five different ones before you've mastered one, you're already in the other one. But, you know, they could ask you a simple question about the previous one. You have no idea what they're talking about, but you were in a classroom. You've read some of the books. You were there, but you can't account for anything that happened in them because you're never really focused on that one thing. So is it fair to then say this? Is it fair to say then that Lots of individuals then, when looking for goals or looking or if they have aspirations, it's not necessarily something that's that they're passionate about. It's more so of I've heard somebody or I've seen someone do this. Mm-hmm. They've been successful in there, so I want to try. Yeah, or, or they they hear people, the person say, oh yeah, that's where the money is, and then all of a sudden they jump on that wagon as if they knew how to use that specifically yeah, yeah. to make the money. And the thing is, some people could be in one area and they make money with it, and other people can't may not be able to. Because <laughs> the thing is, we all have different skills. That person might, that might be their skill, they, they might have something small, something tiny. They use it in so many different ways. They're able to make money out of it as yeah. opposed to someone else. Who wants to jump on that wagon and have no idea how to really use that skill? They just wanna be in that space to make money and then it just never happens. Or you find some people don't take the opportunity to really sit back and realize how long this person has even you know, how long it took for them to be successful. Yeah. You know, you read a story you hear of they're a millionaire. Or they're successful. They have all these different uh, mm-hmm. accolades, mm-hmm. but not necessarily knowing how long it took. Mm-hmm. But we just assume there's an assumption. Well, they did it. Mm-hmm. I can do it as well. I remember a few years ago, this uh, this guy. He was talking about how he makes he uses garbage to make money. Mm-hmm. So he would use garbage and do some recycling. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of other kids who didn't know how he actually did it. Mm-hmm all of a sudden drop out of school and they wanted to just get in the garbage business. So their main goal was to collect garbage just so that they can go make money. And at the end of the collection, they didn't know what to do with it because they never really sat down and listened to how the guy did it and how many years he spent trying to get this done, trying to get that done, put this in place in order for that garbage when it comes through his door, actually, you know, he actually used it as recycle and make money with it. So they were stuck with a bunch of garbage, literally, just just stuck with a bunch of garbage and have no idea what to make or how to make money with it, because that wasn't their thing. They just heard money. That's the one thing they're interested in. 
let me just jump on board and see how what I can do with it. And I think that's where lots of failures take place when accomplishments um, are not uh, completed or reached because you've heard word of mouth of someone's success mm-hmm. and you want that same success or you see it. And that's, we find that a lot on social media, oh, yeah. billboards, we see something. Um, it entices us and we want to do the same things, mm-hmm. but not necessarily putting in the work and asking ourselves, can I do this? Am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Or not even am I good enough? Do I have that desire and, and, and that passion? Yeah. Or understanding to realize that this is going to take work. Yeah. Am I willing to put that work in? Or if, is that something I'm even interested in? That's it. Or is the key word sort of blind me by everything else. It's like, yo, I make money in this and that's the key word that blinds you with anything else that comes with this work. You just assume like, you know what? This this is gonna make money. I know I know some parents like some mm. parents push their kids to nursing, nursing, nursing. If you have a little girl, nursing is what she has to do. Because I know this parent who has these two daughters who are nursing, now they're well off. I know these people who are in nursing and they're well off. So now their kids and everybody else they know around them have to do nursing. But in the meantime, they never realize their kids are not into that at all. Yeah. Their kids might have a whole phobia for blood. Their kids so, might not even want to take care of people, or might not have people skills or want to deal with people. Mm. Because it's a lot yeah. to deal with people. In my last project, it wasn't even the patients that I, could, I didn't want to deal with. It was the other professionals in the field. There are medical doctors who were uh, just a little bit too much for themselves. And they mm-hmm. you know, they kind of annoyed me more than anything else. And it, it was a lot more to deal with them than dealing with uh, the actual patients. Hmm. So... Do you, I mean, when you say, okay, yeah, your kid is going this, 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 and that, and you, you know, you're not looking, okay, what do they want to do? What kind of skills do they have, and where could that skills be better utilized for them to be happy and for people around them to be happy? You're setting them up for failure and you're pushing them towards a direction they might change later on with anger and blame you for it. And like you said, looking at the whole cycle, because, you know, we don't only work for ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. anything we do, it does come back, mm-hmm. whether it's for our families, the community. Um, so it's important for every person to really look within themselves, as you said, and really figure out, okay, what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Um, we were reading earlier today, Pete, mm-hmm. from Psychology Today, I believe it is, um, and um, just reading on it, and they, there was something that, that, that was discussed, which, tri- you know, which kind of um surprised me um but not necessarily you know not too much but it would you know regarding the the topic that we're talking about enough is enough mm-hmm. and lots of times you find a lot of people who are striving trying to reach an accomplishment mm-hmm. but oftentimes the negative part about it is many people find themselves and they don't understand it's called you know they find themselves in a self competition trap mm-hmm. a self competition trap it's where people, um, they have the desire to do well, but the issue no, is no longer the principle mm-hmm. of what they would like to do, but now it becomes an obsession. Mm-hmm. And we know that an obsession can also be 
um, a disorder which causes issue. So in the article, it continued saying in regards to self-competition trap, while it's totally normal to want to see improvement and progress, when you put effort into something, whether it's improving um, your running, lifting more at the gym, or even eating a little cleaner, there's a fine line to walk between being motivated and being obsessed. Hmm. People become addicted to constant gains, seeing results, and becoming the better version of themselves. But have you ever stopped to consider that you weren't so bad to begin with? Again, it says that, but have you ever stopped to look within yourself and consider that you weren't so bad to begin with? And I think that that's a, a, a very um, important um, topic. Um, and even that we have to look within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Are you really far, are you, are you worse off than you were? And do you really look back and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I want to get all these gains. I want to, you know, strive and push myself, you know, overexert myself. Mm -hmm. But in doing so, are you hurting yourself? Are you hurting others? Um, are you taking time for yourself? You know, um, all these different things. And, and, and if you're taking on so many different things, um, is it balanced? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, there's nothing wrong with attempting to uh, complete certain goals that you have. Mm -hmm. But is it balanced? You know? Yeah, sometimes we, we, we forget that there's a thin line between uh, you know, pushing ourselves to be better and uh, pushing ourselves to change mm -hmm. uh, to something else. And when you read, uh, we weren't that bad in the first, I mean, were we really that bad in the first place? You know, self-esteem can tell us that we are if it's low enough, but if we, ever, if we stop and think, how bad is our situation? How bad are we? As the changes you're trying to make, how relevant it will be to your life moving forward, we might not push ourselves just the same because we can push ourselves to be better and feel better and be fit and all that stuff. But sometimes we push it to a point where we're hurting ourselves as if we were that bad to begin with and now you know we deserve this pain. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing a lot of people sort of put in their head when they're trying to get better at things when they push themselves a little too much they've somewhat put in their head that okay it doesn't matter how hard how, how much it hurts it's okay because i deserve that i put myself in that situation i don't think anybody deserves any pain mm -hmm. yeah sometimes to be better it might take some pain but if we overdo it and then it creates more problem then we're confused about what we're doing whether we're trying to better ourselves or we're just trying to punish ourselves mm -hmm. so that's the that's the thing I want the audience to try to think about because we we wake up every day, we say, okay, yeah, we want to strive for the best. We want to try to be better. You know, like we were saying earlier, Kobe wanted to be the best. Mm -hmm. He wanted to work hard to be the best. But what he did were more positive reinforcement as opposed to negative. He, he, he went to the gym and worked out and worked out, but he didn't not sleep. That's right. You know, you know, just to work out. No, he slept, worked out, he followed a routine, a regimen, in order for him to be the Kobe that we talk about, we compare to all the great players. 
but he didn't okay wake, he didn't wake up he didn't stay all day all night not eat not sleep so he can be fit in a certain weight or position so that people can say no he went through a different thing he wouldn't hang out with certain people because he wanted to be better he wanted you to be able to help him mm-hmm. you know if he falls short yeah that's what that, that's what that's what it's like to have a, a good partner to help her out yeah as opposed to okay you know what i'm not gonna do what is required i'm gonna do all the stuff that are not good for me i'm gonna go ahead and drink and this and that and then try to go to the gym i mean there's a conflict there. of course <laughs> so we have to try to balance like you said balance it and see how we can be better and still benefit from being better as opposed to you try to be better, and then as soon as you may seem better, mm-hmm. and I keep in mind, I don't see be better. The, by the time you seem better, you end up in the hospital. Exactly. That's not good. No. And on that note, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. So, uh, like we're saying. Is it, is enough ever enough? Mm-hmm. Is enough ever enough? Now, the thing is, we know that the further you go, mm-hmm. the more you want. The fur- the more money you have, the more you want. Yeah. The, the, the higher you get, the more of a challenge you want to put yourself through to get higher. Mm-hmm. What? How do you feel about people who feel that, you know what, enough is really never enough until it's the end? See, I think even before we reach to that place, Pete, I think it's important for us to really look at ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves um, a serious question. Um, And one of those questions is, again, what is it that I'm pursuing in this life that I'm living? We Mm -hmm. discussed, you know, we all, you know, we we have this one life to live. Mm -hmm. And we want each and every one of us, I believe, have that desire and um, the need to, to do well. Um, I can't say successful because for everyone, successful is defined differently. Yeah. Um, but I can say that many of us are looking for some form of happiness mm-hmm. and the happiness can come from different, you know, limelights. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to find some form of success and be happy. But the one thing that we have to look at, Pete, is, you know, when you're able to wake up in the morning and you're able to breathe on your own, mm-hmm. you're able to walk, you're able to talk, you're able to do a lot of different things that many uh, may not have the opportunity to do. Um, you have to look at that and appreciate that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, remember in this world, you're going to find there are going to be some people that are making eight figures, some people that are making 10, some, some people may make less. But the goal that you have to come, that the goal I believe that that you have to look at is, okay, whatever that I'm desiring to do, is it best for me? Or am I doing it in competition of trying to beat the next person or being better than the next person? I don't think that there's nothing wrong with working hard. Mm-hmm. And and, 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 and and being successful. That's not it. But the issue is when we start competing. Mm-hmm. And one of the worst competitions is self-competition. As we said, the self-competition trap. Mm-hmm. Looking at yourself and saying, oh no, I'm going to push myself even harder. 
Yeah. Like that overexertion, you know, we overexert ourselves mm-hmm. to the point where if you're missing sleep, like you said, we can miss out. Kobe didn't do all those things. It was balanced. Mm-hmm. But you have to ha- you have to either uh, let yourself know this, talk to yourself about it, or you have someone else that's going to hold you an accountable, an accountable person. Somebody's going to hold you accountable mm-hmm. where they can tell you, um, can you do too much? Or maybe you need to push yourself a little bit more. Um, and another thing too that we looked at whether it's Kobe or anyone else um, something that it's the focus was on one thing if it was sports that he focused on it was how can I what, what can I do to better myself physically mentally emotionally and when that was done it was a balance where it wasn't just only the um, what he was doing but he had to balance it with family mm-hmm. um, he had to balance it with himself because you also need self care and so always keep in mind, yes, I understand, you know, you know, with certain things, it's going to take time. There may be days you have to put in 10 hours. There may be days you can walk in, knock it out in four hours. But the thing is, whatever it is that you're deciding to do, making sure that it's balanced enough to where you're not finding yourself in a competition to where it's causing self-destruction and self-harm rather than success. What would you say about that, Pete? Do you believe in that? Yeah, I, I do. I do because we tend to o- overshadow our beliefs mm-hmm. uh, and use our subconscious to to replace it because we feel like, okay, yeah, we dreamed about it. Let's make it happen instead of what you really believe in. Uh, if you believe in your body being a sanctuary, mm. uh, you have to protect it. But then because we want to be at a certain place looking what that neighbor look like or looking like what the magazine says a real person should look like we then throw all that in the garbage and then we jump on the wagon to abuse ourselves and so as we begin to wrap things up for this session um just wanted to go back and um kind of reiterate what we shared in regards to um when is enough enough self-competition um is it more harmful than good each and every one of us have to look within ourselves and really ask ourselves a question. The things that I'm trying to complete or the things that I've accomplished or the things that I would like to accomplish, um, what are the benefits? What am I looking to get out of it? And as I read earlier today, um, what we're trying to do is we're not trying to encourage you not to set goals and not to work on self-improvement what we wanted to share during this um, episode is that it's important to be mindful. Being mindful and asking yourself if you're falling into a cycle of needing to beat yesterday. Mm-hmm. Whatever I did yesterday, am I trying to beat that? Um, do you have any guilt or do you feel ashamed when you've done less than you've done in the days in the past? Um, do you beat yourself up if you're not meeting um, high expectations mm-hmm. and the thing too is if you said if you said yes to any of these or any of the other things that you may have in your mind that may be some form of obsession then it'd be time for you to reevaluate the race that you're running with yourself again most of the time um, we're really running a race or we're doing stuff um, to try to to beat us. Mm-hmm. And to try to say, woe is me, look at what I'm doing. 
But let's be mindful, as we said, um, because all of us have a different race that we have to run. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be fast. We can run at our own pace. But just keeping in mind that anything that you're wanting to be successful in, you want to enjoy it. You want to get to the place to where you've made all of this. And I've seen this in the past where people can work three, four jobs, Pete, hmm. and they never enjoy it. They ne they never, yeah, they never get to enjoy it. I think I've brought to up this, this guy before, um, mm -hmm. a friend of mine, his father used to work a couple of jobs, and especially that he had an overnight shift. Mm -hmm. And he was basically working all the time. Mm -hmm. And when he's not working, he's trying to catch up with sleep. And eventually, uh, he wasn't feeling well, and they told he went to the hospital. And when he got there, found out he had stage four cancer, hmm. and he passed away. Now, granted, he had a family, and he he was working hard for, but he never got to really enjoy the time with the family. He just work and overwork and over overwork to the point that it killed him, hmm. and even the family couldn't enjoy the money he was making because. With, you know, they wanted to enjoy it with him. So we have to be careful when it comes to overdoing certain things because we want a certain lifestyle or a certain, um, you know, a, a certain you know point in life that is supposed to bring happiness. When we are defying ourselves and we're robbing ourselves of that happiness by not enjoying life right now as is, you know, we push ourselves and abuse ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we never got to enjoy it because then we are unable to enjoy or we're not around to enjoy that hard work that we put in. So I think we, we need to think about that real hard before we start putting ourselves in certain situations. How will it benefit you? How will it benefit your family? And is it worth all the extra work? Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, working hard is a good thing. But you also have to see the work you're putting in is it worth the, the time? Is it worth the, the energy and all that that you are putting in? And will you have the time to enjoy all that work? Because life is a lot shorter than we think, especially when we're at the tip. It is. And so just wanted to leave you all with this uh, um, interview with two individuals, one by Kurt Vonnegut, and um, Joe Heller. Um, this is a true story, word of honor. Joseph Heller, an important and funny writer who is now dead, he said, and I were at a party given by a billionaire on Shelter Island. I said, Joe, how does it make you feel to know that our host only yesterday may have made more money than your novel Catch-22 has earned in its entire history? And Joe said, I've got something he can never have. And I said, what on earth could that be, Joe? And Joe said, the knowledge that I've got enough. Wow. The knowledge that I've got enough. And so I believe um, to our listeners, it's important to even sit down and as we talked about self-reflection, to look back and say, I've got enough. Mm -hmm. Even when we reach you know, for the different goals that we have. And again, I'm not saying not to reach mm -hmm. for goals mm -hmm. and not to, um, um, the different things that you like to accomplish, I'm not saying not to do those things. But it does come to a point to where you have to say, you know what, 
I'm satisfied, I'm content, mm -hmm. and I have enough. Remember, there's going to always be someone who has more than you. And there's going to always be someone who has less than you. Mm -hmm. But just knowing that we're not in a competition of trying to be either or. What we're wanting to do is look within ourselves and being content yeah. and being happy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Pete, as we said, we only have one life to live. If you're not content or you're not happy with that, what you're doing, I would say switch. Because mm. if you stay there, just pushing to be to be happy with a life that you never cared for in the first place, happiness will never come. It will never you're just going to keep pushing until you die. And then that will be the end of it. Yeah. People will talk nice about you, that you worked hard, but you within yourself knew you were never happy. Mm. So how happy do you want to be in a field or in a, in doing something that you care about, that you you wanted to do all your life, as opposed to pushing extra hard and be, you know, in a place where it seems that you're happy, but you're not happy because the way you got there or the, or where you are right now is is not really your thing, mm -hmm. and you're not you're not gonna enjoy it. Yeah. So it's always good to keep that in mind. Definitely. Anyway, as we close this evening, we want to remind all the the audience. Uh, we want to thank you again for listening, and we want you to remember, as usual, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living.